it is church time. How y'all doing tonight? Doing good. Good, good, good. 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 All right. Um, we're going to start off, uh, if you could, grab your hymns, uh, hymnals and turn to page 92. We're going to sing just a little talk with Jesus. Oh, yeah. Notice at the top it says spiritual. Yeah. I love it when I feel him. I feel him most when I'm in prayer with him. All right. It's where he comforts me. It's where I find solace in him. And there's the moments where I don't know what to think about something or how to feel about it. I just give it to him. He takes right. it. And all of a sudden, my burdens are gone right. and joy has appeared. Right. I just enjoy talking with him. Sometimes I don't do these songs justice. Yes, you do. 
So please forgive me. I, I'm doing the best I can. I, I really, I really think about them before I pick them. I don't just go to the book. Uh, Brother Jeff told me one time, don't just pick the ones you, you feel comfortable with. It's funny enough, I feel comfortable with like three. The others, I'm. But I, but I, I feel like that's what the Lord wants me to sing. So that's what we're going to sing. So if you could turn to page one thirty-three, I feel like traveling on. I won't feel nervous up there. <laughs> All this uh, jitteriness will just flee away from me when I get to see him. to heaven. Yes, Jesus. 
Brother Robert makes it look so easy, doesn't he? <laughs> He's just a natural. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. All right, go ahead.
Brother Jackie, are you up to come and take a prayer request? Come on, brother. I'm so glad to be here tonight. How about y'all? Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> I keep hearing this song that Kim Hopper sings. I don't know how y'all feel. I'm just about tired of this world. Oh, yeah. I've got leaving on my mind. Yeah, that's right. Leaving. There is no place here on this earth worth to stay. No, sir. But oh, I know what's waiting on me, brother. And that's where I want to go. That's right. He's got it prepared. I know his beauty is shining. Oh, Lord, we can't even describe it in our mind how wonderful it's going to be. I got living on my mind. I love my family. I love my friends. And I sure love my brothers and sisters. Boy, for my brothers and sisters, and the little family I got, uh -huh. yeah, this world has lost its glimmer. Yeah, it's, it's lost its glimmer. That's right. But I'm glad tonight we have a place that we can go. Yeah, right. no more sickness. No more sickness. No more pain. Oh yeah. No more, no more sorrows. Rick. Yeah. Everything would be peace and tranquility. Yeah. It's going to be a wonderful time. I want to make it. I do. I, do. I want to make it with all my heart and soul. Yes, sir. That's the reason we prepare ourselves today. Yeah. That we can make it. God has Amen. made a way for us. Yes. He has yes. his. Who oh, I feel yes. something here. God has chosen us. Glory. Yes. Yeah. He's chosen us. Right. He didn't. We didn't choose him. He chose us. Yes. That's God. right. I'm glad to know that. I'm worthy to be chosen of. Right. Glory to God. Man, I'm telling you, when you think about that, the Almighty God chooses us. Who are we? Just His creation, just dust. Just dust. But I'm glad tonight we're more than that. That's right. Oh, glory to God. It's going to be a wonderful time to be in heaven. Glory to God. This song says, when I finally get there, just look upon His face. Yeah. The one who saved me by His grace. People, if we can just comprehend that, that'll give us enough encouragement. We can just go on and on and on. That's right. Until Jesus Christ comes back. So I'm telling you, He paid it all. Yeah. He paid it all for us, Lord God. And I'm glad I'm one of us. Yeah. I'm glad I'm one of us. I haven't made it yet. Terry always said, please pray for me. I haven't made it yet. You know, I miss that old man. Yeah. I called him both. I'm glad he ain't here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Lord, we've had some great people come here. Yeah, we have. Yeah. We've known some great people, great people. They done gone to meet their reward. That's right. But while we're here in this life tonight, mm -hmm. whenever the Lord gets ready to call, we will have trials and tribulations. Oh, yeah. Pain, pains and suffering. Jerry. One day we won't have all that. That's right. But while we have it in this life, we've got to pray for one another. Right. we got to seek the Lord's face and see what He says about it. That's right. See what He says about it. And His answers are a whole lot different than ours. That's right. I'm glad 
I have somebody I can go to. That's right. I can put my cares upon him yes. before to God. And he always come through. Maybe not like I want it. Right. But he always come through. He's That's faithful. Right. He's faithful yes, in that. Yes. On my left side, anybody has a prayer request they need to? He kept, yes. you kept looking both at him. Both of them. Both of them. Well, I, I'm not having that surgery. <laughs> and Jeff, uh, let's see, and Jerry and Sherry Everything is meant. Yes, in these last days, if we do anything, right. it's meant. Right. It's meant for the kingdom of, the kingdom of God's yes. sake. That's right. We've got to be busy. We've got to do more. Mm -hmm. That couple has been on my heart. I keep saying in my heart to the Lord, Lord, what you want me to do? Mm -hmm. I'll open my house if I have to. I ain't got much, but I do whatever I can to help those people. We could be in the same shape. Yes, sir. But God has lifted us out of it. Yes, yes. our feet on a solid rock. Amen. They don't have that feet there, people. No. They're lost and undone without a Savior. That's right. And it's troubling my heart. Mm -hmm. I hope someone else feels that way because... Yes, God could use them mightily. Yes, he can. Just like you and Brother Todd. That's right. He's been there. Oh, yeah. He's living in death. Mm -hmm. God can bring them out, buddy. And I'm telling yeah. you, talking about reaching souls. Yeah, because he's living in it. He's living in We need to pray for those people. I didn't even get their names. I, I got them, but I can't remember them right off hand. Names. Anybody else? Whatever it is, 
arıyor. Remember them in prayer. Um, Diane, Diane Kicklider, Jeff and Don Dance, and also um, I guess there's a lot of things we can be praying about. Yes, sir. I mentioned everybody's name all during the daytime. Holding you up. Oh, April. Holding you up. We've seen a lot of people at that funeral mm -hmm. that we knew. Mm -hmm. Or was it Molly? Molly and Mike? Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is about that young lady and Mike, man. She just, she grabs my pure heart. Mm -hmm. She could be a blessing. Yeah. Right here. We got to pray. Yes, we can go ahead. Yeah, one more uh, prayer. A guy named Jeremy Ward that works out in Brooks Southern when I got back. They said he got uh, terribly attacked by a bunch of uh, militants. 
Yeah, and so April Provost, Madison, Madison's father uh, has come down with cancer, her, her natural father, her birth father. And so, and uh, Daniel and his mother, we just need to remember them in prayer. If you trust and believe in the Lord and now, just go for him. Yes. With these requests. See him what he will do. That's right. See him. See him. Ask. What did he say? Ask. Seek and knock. And you'll find him. You'll find him. He hears us. I know without a shadow of a doubt. He's here tonight. He hears everything that's going on. He's concerned about us in these last days. Anyhow, make make an order where you are or come come to the order.
and uh, appreciate what God's doing for us. Yeah. Uh, you know, we all go through times and troubles and and problems and and uh, I tell you what, I really had a identity crisis here a few days ago. I got to listen to, to those uh, mixer things. I love y'all more than y'all know. Put up with me like that, but I do appreciate y'all. <clears throat> y'all are a good, good group of folks. But uh, really and truly, though, every day is a trial. Every day is a different test. But also, every day is a new victory. Amen. We don't win it all at one time. It's day by day. Amen. God is well able to help us to win, to be on the winning side. And so I appreciate the Lord. Um, how about... No. Come receive our offer. Come receive our offering for us. It's a Wednesday night, so I'll let you slide. If you want to testify, you can testify too. Yeah. To hear Brother T and enjoy his message. Yes. And not, there's just something about not being home. Home. Right. That's right. Right. And not hearing from your messages without their message. Yeah. And you just, I didn't feel home. Yeah. Even though I was in church because I wasn't here. Still wasn't quite. I still wasn't where I wanted to be. Yeah. But it's a pleasure to be in the house of the Lord. And just, and just go to serve an awesome God who watches over us. Yes. Thank the Lord. Yes. Amen. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Teresa, you got to... Okay. All right. Well, it's been an interesting little bit of time. Uh, Y'all probably noticed on the uh, group um, text messaging about the, uh, the meeting over in Hollywood, Alabama. You don't have to worry about Hollywood, Alabama having a movie theater or fancy stars or nothing like that. Uh, I don't think they've got anything quite like that. Uh, I think they got one stop. They got a one stop in there. <clears throat> but, uh, but they're gonna have camp meeting uh, from the 5th to the 8th. Brother J uh, Jamie Holcomb is the pastor there. This is one of those places that you have to uh, provide your own rooms for. But uh, it's well worth it. It's well worth it. Um, Brother Jamie, several people who, who've been from our church says, wow, they feel a lot like us. And so uh, you, you've been there, haven't you? To, no, uh, Hollywood, Alabama. No. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. You feel at home there. So homemade uh, biscuits. Homemade biscuits. Yeah. But anyway, 
if you get an opportunity to come with us, uh, we, we'd love to have y'all come. Also, uh, there are other camp meetings coming up. There's uh, the Broxton camp meeting later on this week. Savannah starts on Father's Day. Savannah starts on Father's Day. And so there, there'll be uh, great preachers there at both of those. Yeah, which one, Savannah or Savannah. Okay, that's good. All right. Well, you don't sing, I want to turn over the preacher. All right. Thank the Lord. Let's get in and see what guys. Well, I am thankful to be back at our home church. Although that was my home church when I was a little kid, like Ricky said, it just didn't feel the same. It really didn't. Even though the Lord was there, it just was different not being home with our home family. And um, while we were there, I was praying for my family. My two sisters, they live there. My brother lives there. All my nephews live there. My aunts, my uncles, Donald Ray was there. All these people that are my family. And I was um, you know, witnessing to them. And my sister has not been to church. And I would say, like, I don't know, it's probably been 10 years. She don't go to church. She wants nothing to do with church. And um, we were sitting at the table. And she looked at me and she goes, do you have the Holy Ghost? And I said, yes. And she goes, well, when I was a teenager, I was really into church. I was seeking. She goes, and I didn't get it. So I gave up and just said, holiness ain't real and the Holy Ghost is not real. And right there, the Lord opened just a little tiny door and I yeah. got to witness to her yeah. and I got to say some things and that has not happened oh, for Lord. years. And I got to speak to my nephews, and Ricky got to talk to my oldest nephew. And during the church service, there were some scriptures that he probably shouldn't have been doing it in church, but he was explaining these scriptures. And after church, my little nephew, he's, well, I say little, he's like 22 now. He was open to going to church. He was open for more. And the Lord has opened doors, and it might not seem like, you know, something big to y'all, but to me, that is something yeah, huge. Right. That is huge. And I got to talk to Donald, and Donald says he can't forgive himself, and I got to talking to him, and I said, Donald, you know why I got saved? I got saved because I remember going to my dad's funeral, and you got up, and you told your testimony. I said, and I felt the Lord on you, and I remembered what it was like to be saved because of your experience. I said, and I left that funeral wanting what you had, and the Lord opened the door there, and there's just, there's so many things happening, and our God is so good. He is so good good i just cannot explain to you even though it was very different to be there the lord opened doors to people that have been backslidden and they're just sitting in the pews and they're just going there i got to talk to them and they want what i have and they were talking to me and i was just like thank you jesus for what you've done i mean it was a great trip and i'm just i'm thankful that when we prayed and we asked the lord to open doors that he did because he does and i am so thankful for him
Creation Museum. Hallelujah. Uh, wouldn't that be neat if we could take the youngins up there a little before? Uh, anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. So uh, I appreciate the Lord, appreciate his great mercies. Uh, he has been good to me. Yes, he has. Uh, there are several times I should not have made it. And so that makes me feel very strongly he's still got something for me to do and uh i'd like to ever well some of you can understand this some of you can't 
but uh, I'd like to be able to do a whole lot more, Amen. you know, but uh, I just have to be satisfied with what I can do. And I appreciate the Lord for giving me the strength, Sister Peggy, of what we got. Amen. We may not can run the church. Amen. But I can wave my hand or pat my foot or something to keep moving some way or another. And uh, anything to let the Lord know I'm still on his side. Amen. So uh, I've asked Brother Jamie to come and preach for us here this evening. So if you would, let's get in and see what God's got for us. singing earlier uh, we sang that at Broxton uh, I'm telling you the Lord really really moved there and when we were singing that and I, I remember going home and getting my my grandpa's truck I've told you before I got saved and I didn't plan to say any of this but I got saved at a Baptist church but you know I didn't keep it I didn't hold on like I should have held on I didn't know you had to fight for what you had. I didn't know when God gave you something that you are not on a playground, but now you are on a battleground, that you are in a fight and not a play. And I had to fight, and I didn't know that. I went home, I felt that old drawing again. Well, okay, well, I just went and did it. I didn't keep what I had. But about a year later, I went to Broxton Youth Camp, and I remember I, I just laid on the floor, and I, I heard about something called the Holy Ghost. And I remember I started seeking for the Holy Ghost. And I remember I would get tempted, and I would say, Lord, I, I would say, no, I, I, I don't want that. I want the Holy Ghost. And I'd get tempted here, no, I, I don't want that. I want the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, if you want to stay saved, and you want to stay sanctified, you have got to get the Holy Ghost. It's not. It's, it's a command. Be ye filled with the Spirit, not drunk with wine. But brother, it's good honey, like my mama was saying it's honey that'll keep you and it's honey that'll make you want to stay when everybody else is going and everybody else is compromising and everybody else is falling by the wayside there's something that you can find that you can find and say no lord i want to stay hallelujah i had this song on my heart just a minute ago just earlier i, I looked it up and i don't know how to sing it real good I'd like to sing it street style if Brother Todd's listening, but I, I, I'm not going to. I'm just going to read it a little bit. It says, Onward, Christian soldiers, 
marching as to war. With the cross of Jesus going on before. Christ the royal master leads against the foe. Forward into battle. See his banners go. The chorus says onward Christian soldiers marching as to war. With the cross of Jesus I feel him going on before. Verse 2. Just bear with me. At the sign of triumph Satan's host doth flee. On then Christian soldiers on to victory. Hell's foundations quiver at the shout of praise. Brothers lift our voices loud your anthem raise. Verse 3. Like a mighty army moves the church of God. Brothers we are treading where the saints have trod. We are not divided all one body. We one in hope and doctrine. One in charity. Last verse. Onward then ye people join our happy throng. Blend with ours your voices in the triumph song. Glory, laud, and honor unto Christ the King. Through This through countless ages men and angels sing. Brother, we are not on a recreational field. This is a fight and not a game. And we've got to hold on and we've got to fight. I know the devil's raging and I know hell's quivering. And he's saying, come on, Brother Robert, why don't you come over here? Come on, Brother Jamie, just go do this and do that. But brother, we are in the army of God and we are fighting for a good war. And we are fighting. David said, is there not a cause? Mama, there is a cause. Brother and sister, there is a cause. Hallelujah. It's just a fight and not a game. And we've got to go on in the war. Hallelujah. Onward, Christian soldiers. You've been going through it. I know it. We all have. I'm not saying that to downgrade. I'm just saying we're in this together. Amen. Brother L.D. Moore looked at Brother Gabbard one day and said, we've got to stick together or they'll hang us but one by one. Hallelujah. So if you have your Bibles, I'm not going to be real long, I don't think. I really don't think. So go ahead and get you a song ready if you want to. Um, in the book of 1 John, chapter number 1, please. 1 John, chapter number 1 and verse 7. Say amen when you got it. Amen. Please. Amen. Oh, yes, Lord. Richard Wormbrand. Y'all know who Richard Wormbrand is? He was a, a, a man that was martyred for the gospel's sake. He didn't get put in jail for a bad sake, kids. He got put in jail for, for preaching Jesus and, and spreading Jesus. There's a lot of people, they don't, they don't care about what you believe, but they care about if you share it. Right. So he, he, was, he was in prison. And he said uh, he would sit when he would talk to churches sometimes. He said, you've never had a pastor come and sit before you, have you? The reason being, when he was in prison, they would beat the bottoms of his feet when they would try to run away. So he would sit. His feet would hurt. He said, you know, in prison, we had musical instruments. Did y'all know that? We, had, we, we, we would get our chains and we'd cling them together. Clink, 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 clink. And they'd sing. Onward, Christian soldiers. Clink, 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 clink. Marching as to war. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. <laughs> Amen. You can praise God anywhere. All right. Okay. First uh, John chapter number 1, verse 7. Uh, let's start in verse 6, please. Sorry. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Verse 7. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin. Let's read that last one one more time. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. All sin. 
If the Lord would help me, I'd like to talk just for a few minutes on fellowship. Yes. Fellowship. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for this service. I thank you, Lord, for the sweet Holy Ghost we've already felt, God. I pray, Lord, that he'll continue to move in this service and we'll entertain him, oh God. Lord, and you'll help us to make an altar, Lord, at the end of this preaching, Lord, I pray. Anoint me and anoint this congregation, Lord, that we can work together towards this altar. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you. Fellowship. Okay, now a lot of you is going to hear fellowship and you're going to think camp meeting and revival and, and that's good. I'm not, I'm not against that. Uh, but that's not really what I'm talking about. Okay, so fellowship can be between me and Brother Robert. It can be between me and Terry. We can, we can fellowship. We can commune one with another. Jesus said, I stand at the door and knock. If any man open unto me and, and, and open up, he will come into him and we'll sup together. So it's, it's fellowship. But there is different kinds of fellowships. There is a good fellowship and there is a bad fellowship. Yeah. There is a physical fellowship and there is a spiritual fellowship. Yeah. And before I say any of this, this is not me trying to throw stones at anything, any situation that you may know of. This is, I didn't, I wasn't thinking of nothing. I was just praying and this is what I got. Okay, so I'm, I'm not, don't have any ulterior motives. Okay, so fellowship. Uh, first off is fellowship with Christ. That is the most important fellowship. If we lose that fellowship, our other fellowships, our other friendships, our other relationships will go down in the dumps and in the sewer. They will not hold like they're supposed to, whether it's a marriage, a friendship, or even a church fellowship. First one is with Christ. Uh, Matthew, uh, let's see. The fellowship with Christ... One of the big ways to find it is in church. That's right. So there's a lot of people that saying, well, you know, no, we're not, we're not, we don't. I met one guy in a bookstore years ago and he was saying, yeah, we don't really go to church, blah, blah. We just kind of gather in our homes and this, that, the other. And you should come with us. Well, no, I, I, I didn't. But we, if, in church is where we find the fellowship That's with right. Christ. For he said, where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in the midst of them. So we don't just come for each other. We don't come for a social gathering, but we come for Jesus. Because Jesus said he would be here, like Brother Jackie's already said. He said, without a doubt, I know, without a shadow of a doubt, he is here. Amen. He is here. Y'all ever heard that song? He is here. Hallelujah. He's here, brother. Where two or three are gathered, there is where we can have fellowship with Christ. There is where we can meet our needs and have prayer requests answered and have sick, uh, uh, whatever your prayer request is. Jesus can meet those needs like that woman with the issue of blood for what, 12 years? She had to go and touch the hem of his garment, but she had to push through the crowd. She had to push through all the other people that was attempting to fellowship with Jesus that she couldn't quite get to him, but she she had such a desire to get to Jesus. She had such a, 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 an unction, if you will, to get to the Master that she pushed through all those people and she got to the hymn. She thought, if I could just touch just the hymn, I shall be made whole. And she was. Luke 24 and 15, And it came to pass that while they communed together and reasoned with themselves, this is the disciples on the Emmaus Road. They were walking down together and they were communing with each other. And it says, While they were communing with each other, Jesus Himself, the Bible says, Jesus Himself drew near and went with them. Brother, when we talk about Jesus and we commune with each other about Jesus, uh, uh, in the Old Testament, it talked about the parents to tell their children when they get up, 
up and when they go down, when they're sitting around, to tell them about what God has done. Tell them what the stones mean. Tell them what the landmark means. Tell them what that means, what the memorial is. Tell them about the Lord when they rise up and when they lay down. Tell them. And while you're doing that, Jesus Himself can come right in the midst and be with you. He drew near and went with them. And He would have fain passed by them. He would have gone further, but they constrained him. Don't go. Yeah. Don't go. Oh, you ever yeah. felt that in church? Yes. You ever felt just, it seems like he comes by and then you're saying, Lord, don't go. Stay with us. Hallelujah. When he comes and when we're in his presence, it leaves a glow. Uh, Brother Benny Sutherland talked about, he, he, me and mom listened to a, a message years ago called the Guardians of the Glow. Yeah. The guardians of the glow. I've seen some of you. I, I, it looked like you had been in the presence of God. Because when I saw you, you were just literally just shining. I mean, your hair just looked like it was glowing. Your face was glowing. You weren't down in the dumps. You were glowing, sister. You were glowing, brother. There was something about you. And that's what happens when we're in the presence of Jesus. In Acts 4 and 13 it says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Jesus. These were simple men. Yeah. These were not uh, uh, high learned. This was not trying to... Listen, Paul was a very learned man. But Paul said he counted it all as dung and that he might win the knowledge, that he might win Jesus. Exodus 34 29, when he came down from the mount, that Moses wist not the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. They come down from talking with God, talking with Jesus. Come down from talking with God, got the Ten Commandments, and his face was shining, and they didn't like it. They wanted him to go put a veil over his face. They didn't want to see that. Why do men love darkness rather than light? It is because their deeds are evil. Why? Why don't they like that? Because when their deeds are evil, then people that have the light will shine through and it will expose their evil deeds. That's what conviction does, brother. It convinces us of our sins. And some people don't like that, like the man who was in the train uh, uh, or wherever it was with Smith Wigglesworth. And he said, he, Smith didn't say anything. I'm on first name basis. Smith didn't say anything, but he looked at Smith and said, you condemn me of sin. Yes. He didn't say anything to him. He, he didn't say anything like that. I was in work the other day. I hope they're not listening. But I, I, th there's this guy. I really, really respect him. I, I don't think I've ever said anything to him. But the other day I was working, working right beside him. And he cussed. And he looked at me and said, sorry, Jamie. Sorry. I didn't make him feel bad. I was just painting, just doing my job. Yeah. Amen. They didn't like that. They said, go put a veil over your face. So when he was around the people, he had a veil on his face. But then read it. He went back up into the mount and he took the veil off. Brother, if you've got to have a mask to be around me, fine, so be it. But when you go into the altar and you go into the presence of God, take off your mask and take off your veil and be real with Him because you will never get any further than you do right here with us if you don't take off your veil when you're in the presence of Jesus. Amen. Uh, in 1 Corinthians 1 and 9, it, it talks about how we are called to have fellowship with Him. 
It doesn't matter where you are or where you've been. You are invited to have fellowship with Jesus. You are invited to commune with the maker of the heavens and the earth. You are invited to, to talk with him and to be on a friend to friend basis. Amen. God talked about Moses and Abraham and different ones and said, they're my friend. He said, I don't talk to him talking about Moses like I talk to you. I talk with him as a friend talking face to face. Revelations 3 and 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door. Have you heard him? Yes. Samuel laid in the bed and he heard Samuel. Yes, Eli. Three times, four times, three or four times. He went and he heard his voice and finally he opened the door. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and I will sup with him and he with me. I will commune with him. I will have fellowship with him. I will have intimate friendship with him. The book of Song of Solomon talks about this uh, quite a bit. And a lot of people kind of stray away from the Song of Solomon. And one man said, I can't remember his name, Lovelace, something Lovelace. Anyhow, he said, nowhere in the Bible does the unspiritual mind tread upon ground so sacred as that of the Song of Solomon. The Song of Solomon talks about this intimate friendship. There was one scene where the, the, the man, the husband, is standing outside of the door and the bride is inside the door and he's wanting to come in. He's wanting to come inside, but where's she at? She's in bed and she's asleep. She's kind of half asleep and half awake. She knows it. She hears him there, but she's, ah, I got to get up. I got to, you know, maybe like we are sometimes it's cold. I don't feel like getting up. I don't, I don't feel like doing that. The alarm's going off. I'm pressing snooze 40 times. No, that's just me. Okay. Well, she's in bed and she wouldn't get up. I got to wash my feet. I got to do this. But he's all the while standing at the door and knocking. And maybe that's how he is tonight. You've never really opened the door to Jesus. You've always had the veil over your face. But he's saying, open the veil. Open the, open the door. Just let me in. He says the dew was falling on his head. He had been there probably all night. And after a while, she jerked herself awake and she got up and she went to the door. And she put her hands on the lock and she realized his perfume was on it. But he was gone. He was gone. Hallelujah. But he's calling us to have that fellowship. Yes. He wants us to, whether we're saved or whether we're not saved, like Mama was saying, amen, if you're going through it and you're in the battle of your life, amen, you just need a little honey. You need a little intimacy with God. You need a little fellowship with the maker of the heavens and earth to encourage you to go on a little further. Brother, trust me, I'm telling you, it'll help. There's never been a time where you and I have really prayed to the Lord Almighty and got down in a place where we took the veil off and we were honest with Him and we sought Him earnestly when we knocked and we asked and we saw that He did not come through for us and give us just a little more honey and give us just a little more grace to keep on going and to go further. Now there's been some times where I didn't seek Him and I didn't knock like I should have, but that was on me. That was on me. He's always been faithful. When I've been faithful and when I haven't been faithful, He's always been faithful. So, maybe you've opened the door. A lot of us have. That's great. Open the door. So now he's in. So now what? We just kind of, no, we keep walking. Yeah. Enoch walked with God and was not, for God took him. How can two walk together except 
they agree. Elijah and Elisha was two that agreed. They didn't always agree, but when Elijah came up and laid the mantle on Elisha, Elisha said, whoa, 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 hold on. I'm going to tell my mom and daddy goodbye. And he went and, and probably told him bye, I don't know, but he went and slew all his oxen. He gave away all of, the, all of his living and he went and followed the man of God and they walked together. And then one day Elijah said, the Lord's leading me on. You stay here. Elijah said, as thy soul liveth, I'm not leaving you. That's right. I am not leaving you. That went on and on and on until finally Elijah said, what do you want? What are you going to ask of me? You know the story. And he saw the chariot of God come down and like Enoch, he got taken up and Elijah was left with the mantle of God. If you want the mantle, if you want the power of God, if you want the communion of the Holy Ghost and the love of God and the grace of Jesus Christ, then you've got to knock. You've got to say, Lord, I'm not leaving. I don't care what happens. I'm in a, I'm in a battlefield and not a playground. I'm not leaving as thy soul liveth. I will stay with you. I've been in trials before, just doubt bombarding my mind, and I'd get down and pray. This has happened many times. I'd get down and pray and said, uh, uh, I will stand firm in you. Right. I'm in it. Yeah. Don't matter. I will stand firm. And it was like something just came and just started wiping away all this doubt. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. Jeremiah 23 and 23. Am I a God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off? He's not a far off being that doesn't no. understand us and doesn't get us. And he's got his nose sticking up at us all the time. No. No. He's a God at hand. Yeah. He's here. I heard a song the other, uh, a little while back. And uh, they were singing. And it was talking like Peter was singing. And Peter was talking. You, know, you probably heard it. Uh, like Peter was talking. And... and in the song, Peter said, I thought you would basically command things on the other side of the sea. But no, you didn't do that. You got in the boat with me. I like that. Okay. Jeremiah 23 and 23. Am I a God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off? He is near. He's here, but he is near. Psalms 34 and 18. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Hallelujah. Acts 17 and 27. That they should seek the Lord if happily. This is New Testament. By the way, if that matters to you, that they should seek the Lord, if happily they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us, not just the, the you know, the Sunday school teacher or the singer that sings and, and or the camp meeting preacher. No, he's not far from every one of us. The ground runs level at the cross. And I'm so glad it's not far. James 4 and 8, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. It says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. And then it puts this clause to cleanse your hands. My hand's got some dirt on it. Cleanse your hands and purify your hearts. There are a lot of things that God will do immediately. But if you're like me, there's a lot of things that God will leave for us to work on. If we didn't have anything to work on, we wouldn't be an overcomer. But brother, we are overcomers by the blood of Jesus and by the word of our testimony. And we love not our lives unto the death. We can overcome. We don't have to, despite of what Satan says. We do not have to go astray. We do not have to compromise. We do not have to go out into the world. We do not have to go back. But we can, glory to God, we can overcome. Yes. But fellowship is the root of it. If you lose your altar, you've lost everything. That's right. You've lost everything. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. You ever heard uh, 
Cleanliness is next to godliness. All right. I got to go wash my hands. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Sin separates us from God. Uh, if you have your Bibles, let's turn. You already know it, but let's turn to Genesis. Genesis chapter 3. Just really quickly. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said... You shall not eat of every tree of the garden, planting doubt. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden. God hath said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw with her eyes, saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves apron. And they heard the voice of the Lord God in verse 8, walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. They had fellowship with God. They had perfect communion with yes. God. It almost wow. seems like reading some of Ted Decker's books. It just makes me think that this is like heaven will be. Just wow. perfect communion. I don't think in heaven we're just going to be sitting Indian style on a cloud bored out of our minds. No. I'm telling you, I think there will be things for us to do. There will yes. be things for us to discover. We're not going to be bored. We're going to be with Jesus. Right. But sin is what separated them from this garden. They were eventually kicked out of the garden and angels there to guard the entrance back into it. They were separated from God. But from the foundation of the world, God had a plan to send His very only Son that He might reconcile this relationship back together. Yes, And that's His plan. <clears throat> Isaiah 59, 1-2 says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. Neither is ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God. And your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Well, what do we do if we've sinned? We have an advocate with the Father. And once we get that out of the way, now he hears us. He doesn't just hear our cry of repentance. He always hears that. But he hears us as children. I think Brother Jeff's talked about Abraham Lincoln having a son. And he saw that son. Some man saw that son going in and out, in and out. Well, who's that? Well, why can he do that? Because he's a son. He's a child. He can go up boldly under the throne of grace and ask for a healing. He can go up boldly under the throne of grace and ask for somebody to get saved. He can go up boldly under the throne of grace and say father I need this or father I want this or father will you help me with this and talk to him and commune with him sometimes we don't need nothing we just want fellowship with Jesus we just want to commune with him I'm, I'm, I'm coming to a close Psalm 66 and 18 if I regard iniquity in my heart the Lord will not hear me if I regard it um, Abraham was a friend of God Abraham talked with God and just, just talk to him. And then he'd ask him stuff. Okay? He entertained. When, when he saw God come up, when he saw Jesus come up, he entertained his friend. Yes. He went out and said, hey, go get this and go get that. Let's feed him. Let's take care of him. He didn't just say, oh, hey, how are you? No, he entertained his presence. That's what we got to do when we come into His presence. That's what we have to do when we come into the house of God. Is to entertain His presence. He's here where two or three are gathered. So we have to entertain Him. Yes. Jesus said, ye are my friends, if you do whatsoever, I command thee. 
Abraham was a friend of God. But there was one day that God answered his prayer, gave him a son. But he said, take that son and go sacrifice him. It wasn't that he wanted his son dead. It was that he wanted Abraham all to himself. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God. He is jealous over us with a godly jealousy. But he wanted him to give him that. All right. So that's the fellowship with Jesus. So now God's wanting us to fellowship also with man, wow. with each other. Now, there are bad fellowships and there are good fellowships. The bad fellowship would be if I went out. Listen, I can sit and talk to somebody and witness to them and not necessarily fellowship with them. Not necessarily let my peace rest upon them and share with them my heart and tell them everything. I don't have to fellowship like that. Okay. What fellowship hath light with darkness? What concord hath Christ with Bilal? What communion does the temple of God have with idols? None. That's the answer. None of those. Friendship with the world is enmity with God. He that loveth the world and the things that are in the world hath not the love of the Father in him. And what is the world? Is it the globe and the trees and the mountains? No. It, it says it in these scriptures. All that, that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. That was all in what we just read in Genesis where Eve was tempted to eat of that fruit. She looked at it and it looked good, but it wasn't. She craved it. It was good for food, she saw. And then she, she saw that it would make her wise. The lust of the eyes, the, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. He that loves these things has not the love of the Father in him. This is bad fellowship. This is fellowship that we should not have. This is fellowship with, with the world and with worldly things. Alright? But there is also a good fellowship. And I'm acquitting. There's a good fellowship. And the good fellowship is between us. Yes. Now we should not have fellowship with evil men, but we're not evil men. We're God's people. Right. So we should have fellowship. And I know you're probably thinking, oh, he's, he's preaching on camp meeting or something. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Just between us too, we should have fellowship. And a lot of us do, but I'm just saying. David and Jonathan had fellowship one with another. This was not a homosexual relationship. Not at all. This was just a good Pure, intimate friendship. This was a right friendship before God. The Bible talks about how their soul was knit together. How David loved Jonathan as his own soul. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. And Brother Robert probably knows it. When you start looking at stuff, army stuff online and things like that, they'll have this scripture in there a lot of times. Am I wrong? They'll have that scripture in there a good bound. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. We are on a battlefield. We are in a war and not in a game. And we've got to have fellowship with one another or we'll die out there alone. All right. So I'm done. If we all want to stand. All right. Well, let's pray. Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your word, God. Thank you for all that you've done, Lord. Thank you for the fellowship, Lord, that we have with the Holy Ghost and with each other, Lord. I pray tonight, oh God, we'll have that tonight. Lord, I pray that you'll pour on us, Lord, a fresh God and a new, Lord, and let us leave greater, Lord, than we've ever been, Lord, full of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so let's come. Let's have a time at the altar and just seek the Lord and not for a while.
personal fellowship with Jesus. Yes. Got to have it. Got to have it every day, folks. Those of you who are married, or even if you're courting, try going a day or two without talking to that one. Huh? It don't work that way. You know? I, I try playing hard to get some with some of those girls. So I let it go a day or two. In between time, somebody else come through. And I was gone. Listen to me, Jamie. So, uh, you got to stay, keep that relationship fresh. Yeah. Fresh with Jesus. And I appreciate him. I don't know, what I, I don't know about y'all, but I don't know what I'd do without him. Yeah. I really do not. And so, uh, anyone got a word here this evening before we dis Jesus. dismiss? Yes, sir. It was very, very good preaching. Very good. Good preaching. Encouraging. That's number one. Number two, we're already buying for Christmas. Brother Jeff, uh, when I got home the other night, he said, mmm, this credit card. But anyway, uh, just slipped into Beer Bradley and found the girls some very, very nice, very nice gifts that, you know, they would like. But we can only afford the teenagers that one gift, which is a book bag that's nice for them to put their stuff in at school. But we need shampoos, deodorants, Hair, uh, you know, hair things, if you got any questions about that, anything to put in their little bag. You know, little sponges to wash. You don't have to buy a fortune worth, but every week to Christmas, if you want to put, pick up some bath and body, that would be like awesome for us. And if you don't mind, you don't get the cheap stuff. Get something good. And uh, Andrew, we, we got another revival next week that's been sent to us. Pick that up there, Brother Jess, Sister Angel sent us a North Carolina camp meeting uh, with Brother Ray and Sister Debbie Asher. And uh, also Brother Bill Prescott will be preaching also. So it's uh, June 13th through the 19th, Monday through Saturday. And let's see here. They do have Sunday service, but you're not allowed to be there. Okay. So if you're interested in it, this is over at uh, McCall, South Carolina. McCall, uh, Pentecostal Fire Baptized uh, Holiness Church. And I'm trying to see if it's got here the pastor. Yeah, uh, Brother Glenn Volroth. <laughs> All right. All hearts clear? Don't forget to invite a friend. A neighbor, a revenueer, someone you're having trouble with at work, bring them to church. Best way to win somebody, to make them your friend, is for them to get saved. And when they make Jesus their friend, he'll be your friend too. Amen. Amen. Shake hands, be friendly, you are dismissed.